And welcome to the South Road, boys. How are you, my friend, Troy? I am massaged and ready to go. Have you had a bit of a... Have you had a massage? I had a little bit of a rub tonight. Did you? <laughs> yeah, um, had a bit of a sore back the last couple of weeks. You know, when I say sore, um, uncomfortable is probably better. Mm-hmm. You know, where you know it's not quite right. It's not pain. It's just like, I'm not kind of moving how I should and all the rest. So I took my uh, lovely girlfriend's advice. Mm-hmm. And decided to put the health of myself first. Oh. And um, decided to go and get a massage. And, um, yeah, there were some ouchy bits in that. <laughs> so was it a, a corrective massage, which is like deep tissue, or was it all about the relaxation, um, sound no, of no, waves? This, this was all trigger points and me going, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> deep, yeah. Deep. Well, while, he, while he had a lovely conversation with me, I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to breathe, motherfucker. Stop talking. <laughs> the old deep tissue stuff. Yeah, I was good. I must admit, like already, it's definitely better. But and I booked in another month, so look at me being mature. Oh, boy or a girl? Uh, boy. Yeah, I my last massage. I strangely enough, you can say the same thing in Thailand. One of our massages there, <laughs> boy or girl? Not really sure. <laughs> the answer's never as accurate. I the last time I had a, I had a twin twinge in my back. I'd um, I've, I've had. Are you about to say a twin massage? I'm thinking that cost you more. <laughs> It's not two for the price of one either. Um, no, I, I, I've had ongoing back stuff, so I need to make sure I continue to do my, my exercises. If I continue to do my exercises, my back is, is supple and I don't get any pain. If I don't do yep. my exercises, then I will find myself turning or lifting and I'll go, like I'm a little old man. The last yeah, time I that happened, that. I ended up um, going to a, a sports clinic doctor sort of thing um a physio there you go fucking great word and the the woman who said yep i can fix that for you would have been 50 kilos dripping wet like without a doubt there was nothing of her mm-hmm. i've done turds bigger than this woman <laughs> wow yeah. she hurt me it's slightly offensive <laughs> why i was just saying that she was small True. Um, so she hurt you. Um, maybe that's because you told her that bit of description and information <laughs> before the massage. Look at the size of you, love. I've done shit's bigger than you. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to make you hurt, boy. <laughs> um, oh. It's surprising. She managed to put every kilo of her frame in through the point of her elbow and into my back. And... Um, that, that really did cause me quite a lot of discomfort. Mm. It does. I mean, they just find points. It was really interesting, though, the conversation I had with this guy because um, he's done massage for quite a while and is quite well known and is very good at his craft. Mm-hmm. And um, and he knew, of course, my girlfriend, Jazz, who is not a Pilates instructing at the moment, but is, was a Pilates instructor when we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suddenly had this thought, while there's a bit of pain going through the back, and I'm thinking, oh, this is good for me, but fuck, it hurts. Yeah. Um, I suddenly started thinking about the type of person you think you're able to get with when you're single. Hey, say what now? And I must admit, the type of person or partner, whether it be male or female, yes. that you think you're able to get with, partner up with, whatever, have a relationship, one night stand, whatever. Oh, okay, yes. What your expectation is. you know, like So, for instance, um, I would never have thought that moi... Was able to get with a, male a Pilates masseuse. instructor. Oh, I'm with you on that. I would have put five dollars. Yeah, exactly. So, and I was trying to think. You know, I'm thinking maybe you know the highest I probably would have gone was um, female, maybe admin at an accountancy. <laughs> um, oh. You know, I just I'm trying to think of exactly where my limit is. But Pilates instructor that would have been way, way, way up in the stratosphere compared to the type of job or employment the female participant I met <laughs> yes. would have held at that time. See, uh, if you and I had this... I try con- to make that sound really innocent. <laughs> I know, but if you and I had this conversation when we were in our teenage years, the first thing I would have asked you is, what the fuck's Pilates? <laughs> this is true. Was it, was it even a real thing back then? It probably was, but it was only known by smart people. 
and bendy people. Oh, and quite people, frankly, right? back in our teenage years, we were just happy for a heartbeat. This well, is true. Well, I was. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. And um, yeah. But it's interesting. I thought, you know, like we always talk about, you know, the, the type of woman, the way it looks, you know, like, mm. you know, there's no way known you're going to go there, mate. She's a bit out of your grade. Oh, punching well above my weight. But I suddenly thought there's also a professionalism that sits there as well, like a job status. Oh, yeah. And I wonder whether some people go, oh, no, she does this. Oh, no, no good for her. <laughs> well, because my wife... So I, I was lucky that my wife um, was... Was blind. We, we, <laughs> clinically blind. But when we met, she was 17 and I was 19. So she didn't have a job that I could go, oh, that's too much. But she has since... <laughs> no expectation. <laughs> well, and yeah. But so she's proven over the last 22 years of our being married that not only is she kinder than me, better looking than me, she also has a greater <laughs> earning potential than me. Because So she's smarter than you. Oh, there's no question. Because <laughs> in her... Oh, one of her last jobs, she was in uh, sales. And part of that sales they were offering a rewards program to their peak performers, right? Now, they stupidly said, peak performers, if you get this, we're going to fly the top five salespeople on a holiday, all expenses paid for, for you and your partner, to Hawaii. And she went, fuck, that's me. And so she worked her ring out and basically ended up being salesperson of the year for the whole company. And got you a trip. And got well me a done. trip where I stood there with the other wives holding the handbags <laughs> as they all took their photos. And I just, all, all I could do was simply say to the wives, I'm the trophy husband. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got me for my looks. And then she quite liked that. And that was, and the reason why she did that mainly was because she's got family in the United States and a trip to the US. Um, on our own dime was quite expensive, but she figured if someone's going to pay for me to get to Hawaii, I only need to get to Hawaii and back. Yeah. So that's what that was the motivation factor. So we had to go just to California. The next year, she decided, well, that was quite pleasurable. So she got in the peak performers again, and they took us to China and Hong Kong. Like I'm yeah, so. No- Punching above you've done it. You've done it right there, mate. Oh, everyone who knows it. Done well. Yeah, everyone who meets me knows it. So, mind That's you. That's true, but look, we need to give you a little bit of credit. Look, you're actually not a bad guy. I quite like me. And yeah. and for whatever reason, I'm not going to question it, she quite likes me. And it used to be, um, I remember when we first moved to Melbourne, and we'd probably only been married a couple of years, and I was working at Optus at the time, and we had a, a work function or whatever, and there was a probably three or four guys there who I got along well with, and they met Amy for the first time. Now, my wife is not only stunningly beautiful, she's got a a beaming smile, a great laugh, and is just a lovely, lovely person. Oh, stop it, Mather. Well, (laughs) it's true. And so they've looked at her and just gone, why? Why, Joe? (laughs) And depending on who it was, she'd have one of two responses. The concerning bit is that she'd been asked enough that she had to have two responses. Because <laughs> she got asked often. Oh, it's brilliant. It is. So one of her responses would be, and she'd do, her, she'd do a dumb blonde act, and she'd go, I don't know, he was nice, and he asked. And you'd just see this look of, that's all it takes. <laughs> or she would hold her hands a good, you know, almost a metre apart and go, he's hung like a rogue elephant. Like, just, <laughs> it's this big. And, and that would usually be a conversation stopper as well. But then as she matured and got a little bit older, she actually got quite pissed off at people about that going, why wouldn't I? Are you saying I'd make a bad choice in men? I'm not saying that, but it's Joe. Exactly. And I chose him. <laughs> yeah, back the fuck off, bitch. Back the fuck off. But um, speaking of wives and you were speaking of massage, have you ever had a couple's massage? <laughs> okay, this is a personal one that we don't need to hear about. <laughs> have you ever gone for a couple's massage? 
yes. Did you ever find that a pleasurable experience? Uh, it's different. Oh, it's weird. It's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> but let, let's also take it back a notch. So we know that when it comes to sexy time, you're a bit prudish. No. Reserved. Y- yes, yes. And a, and a massage <laughs> is not sexy time. Well, it kind of is a little bit. It can be nice. It can be nice, but it don't. the person who is massaging you isn't going, oh, yeah, that's what I want. Pudgy, pasty, middle-aged, tubby white guy. Hell, yeah. Look. <laughs> With a hairy back. If, if there are men out there, they get absolutely rock solid over watching an obese woman eat cake. And I'm certain <laughs> there are women out there that get a little bit moist. With an overweight, ginger pasty white guy. Do you know that's I'm one of the certain. most... That's been voted one of the most hated words of the English language. I know, moist. Moist. Yeah. I love using moist. moist. I don't see the problem, but... Because I'll look outside and it'll, you know, after it's drizzled, I'll go, oh, it's a bit... It's mildly moist out there today. <laughs> when do you reckon that happened? When do you reckon it happened where someone said, I don't like moist, and someone went... No, I don't like moist either. And then it became this worldwide phenomenon of hatred. I think when it became sexualized. You reckon? Yeah. Sex um, ruins everything, doesn't it? A canon. <laughs> See, but Amy and I have had a massage together, like beds next to each other. It's not the experience either as thought it would be. Because <laughs> I have a tendency to, oh, 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 that's nice. And she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> So, um, I think we've done it twice. The first time it was odd and we thought, eh. and then the second time we were in Cambodia and it and was thought, just, I will try it again. Well, and the thing is, it was just, they just had a room full of beds. Like it wasn't like everyone was done separately. It was just like, it was like a hostel. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty much, it was a youth hostel, a YMCA. Hostel <laughs> It was the, down at the Y. Awesome or awful. <laughs> you know what? For $5 Australian, awesome. Uh, I tell you what, though, were you drunk? Were you drunk when you had the massage? No, I don't drink. Because because drunking, drunking, drunk? drunking. That's like, that's like um, I'll have a thunk about it. <laughs> um, so drinking yes. can suddenly make a lot of things more sexy than what they normally are. We know this. Oh, absolutely. Even back in the day when you still... Would uh, drink a little. Yes. Um, we all know that the intoxication will make us do some funny things oh, and, and see things a bit differently. Uh, there's a guy in England who's yes. a bit pissed off at the moment. Why? Um, Sheffield, actually. He lives. Um, because drunk people mm-hmm. keep trying to have sex with his hedge. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of shrubbery does he have? Have you seen this? Have you said anything at all about this? Oh, no, this sounds gold. Oh, dude, the dude's 84, and he's got this hedge that he's mm. been cutting for, I think, about a decade. Well, it started off as this kind of, um, I think, kind of uh, Roman masculine kind of man. Mm. And then eventually along the way, it's actually become this feminine hedge woman uh, with her arm kind of be draped behind her head and her legs apart just slightly in a hand kind of sitting on her her stomach while she's got two supple little nipples and, and breast things going on. Oh, and there's naked. even a necklace around it. It's a naked hedge woman. And people get pissed and on the way home from the pub take photos fucking this hedge. Well I kind of get that. Oh it's just dude's not happy, but oh it's just so funny. But do they oh. do they go to completion or is it just well, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, <laughs> I know that Amy and I went to Paris and we were walking down the Champs Elysees and there was this statue of a woman in recline with uh, a towel or cloth over her nether regions, but her her very ample bosom was exposed. And there's a photo of me, hand on the boob. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what are you going to do? I, I just think it's hilarious because I'll admit. I'd be the same if I'm coming home from the pub. Had a few beers with the lads. Sexy hedge. Loud and a bit all the rest of it. Sexy hedge. Like, Guys, take a photo of me with the hedge. 
Put that on Facebook. And, and drunk, you've got to do it. And Drunk Whisper as well, which is drunk always whisper. quieter I'm, than oh, normal It's always very whisper. quiet, yep. No one would know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm whispering. <laughs> Come over here. Check out the sexy edge. <laughs> oh, it's a shrubbery. Oh, oh that sounds... Just, it'll be a bit dangerous, though, because Hedges, I mean, they're not that cuddly. It may look a bit sexy, but they're not cuddly. If you get the gear off and try and actually have a proper go Hedge session, <laughs> oh, there could be some splinters. I guarantee you, right now, if you took got onto DuckDuckGo and typed in <laughs> Hedge Sex, there would be a plethora of adult <laughs> sites dedicated to it. Hedge sex, you reckon? I guarantee it. Or sex well, with hedges. Let's just Google that. Oh, you're about to. Well, while you're while you're on the Google Bing DuckDuckGo machine, yep. I will tell you a massage story that is quite funny um, about my father-in-law. So my father-in-law and my mother-in-law were traveling through Southeast Asia. And the part of Southeast Asia they were in was known, it was a very touristy area. And you've traveled through Southeast Asia and you know that uh, white tourist men often get propositioned for Les Liaisons Dangerous, a bit of sexy mm-hmm. time. To the uh, point where it actually gets a little bit annoying. Oh, it gets more than a little annoying. Mm. But, you know, you are what you are and people just want a piece of that. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, this particular hotel or, or establishment they were staying in obviously had a deal going with a girl or a group of women who would call the rooms and say, do you want services? And if you Mm -hmm. said yes, then they'd go to your room and then provide you with whatever services. Now... How nice of them. It's lovely. Now, my (laughs) father-in-law and mother-in-law were in a state of going to sleep. Like, they were... It was... It was later at night. Um, they're in a country that they their ears aren't tuned into the accent. Um, so, and the person who was speaking English was not that person's first language. And so my father-in-law picks up the phone and says, hello. And the person says, you want massage? <laughs> no, yep. masagi. Masagi. You want masagi? Okay. And he misheard that, saying, oh, you've got a message. Because for whatever reason, he thought someone would call the hotel that he was staying at and give him a message as opposed to calling his mobile phone. I don't know why, but that's that's what he thought. And he went, yes, give me the message. And she goes, Masagi, Masagi. And he's like, no, what's the message? Give it to me over the phone. She goes, I bring it to you. I come to you, Masagi, Masagi. And he's going, yeah, 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 come to me, come to me. And so <laughs> two minutes later, <laughs> knock, 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 Masagi. <sighs> and then he's like, what's the message? She's, so he's standing there face to face with this woman. And she's saying, Masagi. And he's saying, message. And then all of a sudden, my mother-in-law <laughs> um, works out what she's saying. It's, we don't <laughs> want any of that. <laughs> so... So oh. so now, and since I've heard that story, whenever I hear the word massage, I go, ooh, masagi. The thing that I find amazing, um, and I've had a few trips to Thailand when it comes to girls trying to ransack your base, especially uh, massage girls as you walk down the street. Mm. Um, when you just sit back and have a few beers and so forth, or whatever, and you just watch all this happen, like people watch and see the interaction between people walking past. Mm. I find it amazing that, Essentially, they don't even care what the situation is. You can have your girlfriend or your wife with you. I've even seen, been sitting back having a beer just watching it all happen in front of me and um, and seeing a guy going down the street uh, with a couple of small kids mm. and they still try and take him inside. <laughs> like, there's just... What? There's no kind of, oh, no, this probably won't be appropriate. He's got his kids with him. Just, well, my- I don't know, here's a chance. Yeah, well, my mum tells that story about how we were 1980. We were backpacking through Europe and there's my mother, my father, myself and I think one or two female uh, American backpackers 
and they were walking through Amsterdam and he was approached near the red light district to go in for a bit of um, sexy time and he's with like three women and a six-year-old. <laughs> so, and the, and the thing that hurts the most is that there is enough people who say yes. I was about to say, I thought you said the thing that hurts the most is that he went in. <laughs> <laughs> Be back in a minute, love. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, speaking of mistakes, this is actually a great little segue. This is actually a beautiful segue. Hang on. Hedge sex. Did you find oh, yeah, sorry, you're, yeah, no. Um, oh, yeah, we'll go back to that first. So, um, <laughs> to people who might Google this, Bing this, um, duck, duck, go this. Yes. Uh, whatever you might want to do. Um, there isn't a plethora of hedge sex sites. It's enough, though, isn't there? Um, but here's a funny thing. This uh, Indian woman comes up everywhere. I'm thinking, why is this coming up? And it suggested it to um, H-E-G-D-E, so Hegdi. 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 Um, because uh, there is a, <laughs> uh, an Indian woman called Pooja Hegdi. Yes. Uh, who is an Indian model and film actress. Oh, well, there you go. And it's come up with all these pictures of her falsified with boobs and sex. Uh, which obviously isn't her. It's all been photoshopped and all the rest. Badly. And, and um, n- not that I'm looking closely, but I've, I've looked enough to notice that they're uh, terribly dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so basically to our younger listeners yes. um, who might get in trouble from mum and dad or if the wife comes in, I can just imagine it now. What are you doing? <laughs> so, well, I was listening to the South Road boys and uh, they said... Google of uh, being hedge sex, so it did, and this came up. Yeah, sure it did. Oh, Troy. <laughs> so, so for those who uh, Don't have bother. done this already and have only just listened to this now because they've already done the search, yes. And if you've just been nabbed, I apologise. <laughs> get them to listen. Get whoever's pinned you to listen to this. And mind you, we didn't say they should do it. Maybe they... That, this is true. But look, if I hear someone talking about doing something, most of the time I think, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what they're on about. Yeah. So, so apparently there's not a lot of head sex out there. There doesn't seem to be. Maybe um, it's maybe it's categorised under shrubbery. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll never is. know. Or, or maybe it's just a brand new thing that's going to take off. Could do. Could be. Yeah. For, I wouldn't do it, though, as far as I'm concerned. No. It's rooted in evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of rooted in evil... I'm yes. going to segue to this again because this is actually this happened or I saw this uh, earlier today and it cracked me up and I've been waiting for the time and I can bring this forward. Oh, now's, um, now's the time. And I'm even going to look because we're a small time little pig in the piggery. Um, I'm thinking that we can even play a smidgen of audio mm. of this and get away with it because mm. it's like a couple of seconds. Really? Right. So I'm just going to uh, just use my technological skills and get my phone happening. Yes. Oh, you're going to play so, audio over your microphone now? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And hopefully it'll be clear enough. I think it will. Um, but the um, the funny thing with this just got it, is that um, I don't know if you watched the footy yesterday. So we had a game in Hobart yesterday. Right. There was uh, the Kangaroos. Yes. And the Eagles. Yes. So, uh, Alistair Lynch, who was a previous uh, Brisbane mighty full forward. Yes. Uh, and Dermot Brereton, who was a extremely talented footballer back in the day from Hawthorne. And a little bit of time at Collingwood, too. Oh, and, uh, that, but, um, and that hair. That, <laughs> it's, that, it's been the same sort of hair forever. Yeah, but that... It's shorter at the back, but still as high at the front. Yeah, oh, but that perm. <laughs> Uh, but they, they were commentating, right? Half time. Yes. And uh, Alistair Lynch has had a little bit of a slip. Oh, So ow. I'm just going to... Uh... <laughs> right, uh, just have a listen to this. Keep that locked down and they're a half shot to come back into it even more. And for the remainder of the year, every game we're going to fuck it, focus on the uh, <laughs> lock battle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping that was as clear as what I said. Because let's listen to that again. And they're a half shot to come back into it even more. And for the remainder of the year, every game we're going to fuck it. Focus on the uh, ruck battle. For- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm going to post this to our page. The look 
on Dermot Brereton's face once he says that. He just kind of puckers his lips close together as if, I want to laugh, but we're on national television, we're live and I and, can't do it. And we're live. And who- Alistair Leach just went straight through it. Didn't even break a sweat. Well, what are you going to do? You either acknowledge it or you steamroll over it. I guess it's hilarious. They're really going to fuck it. Focus on it. (laughs) It's not even like it was close. It was just... It's nowhere near it. I don't understand. Fuck focus. Man, I had tears. I had tears. And And the good thing, that little clip, it plays it about three or four times in a row. Oh, and now you'll oh. hear the fucking, fucking, fucking yep. focus. You just get the giggle loop happening. And once the giggle loop starts, oh, I laugh so it's much. It's all Craig McLaughlin check one, two. Banya, banya, so, chicken. Um, look, I'm certain Alistair won't mind us playing that. Um, he is a Tassie boy after all. Go out. So, not a South Road boy. No, no. Not that lucky. You know, not as famous. Well, as hang South on. Boys. He could be, just not South Road Penguin. This is true. I don't know what street he grew up in. Actually, I don't even know where he grew up. No. Wouldn't it be shit if he grew up on South Road Penguin and then just moved to Hobart or Launceston? (laughs) (laughs) We then become the 15th most famous people on South Road. (laughs) I just thought that was hilarious. And um, I'm hoping that comes through nice and clear. You got a bit of a laugh, so I'm assuming you heard that pretty well. Oh, I did. We'll we'll fix it in post. Very, very funny. Oh, so funny. Uh, So fucking uh, funny. Yep, so fuck I mean, we can swear it doesn't matter. We put a warning at the start of ours. People know we used a couple of larrikins, having fun, doesn't matter. But when you're on national television with families mm. watching... And it's the footy as well. I mean, oh. and and that's the problem I think where you're going to face, where you get footballers, some of them have been brilliant at the game. But making that jump into being commentators hasn't been successful for all of them. No, it doesn't work for all. Some of them still persevere. But occasionally, you're going to get an F-bomb. Yep, like mind, that. <laughs> mind you, it's better than a C-bomb. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, because I know that on some shows, I know on radio and stuff like that, they usually put, I think it's five seconds. Where the, yeah, a little bit of time. Where the producer's there who can just either press the beep or they can cut to commercial. Especially when you're doing call-ins, where oh yeah, especially you've, where yep. you've got someone who's unpredictable and unknown on the other end of the phone, they uh, they generally do all those call-ins during an ad, and then play them after they've been vetted. <laughs> Pretty much, that's why that's why a lot of them, yeah, they're actually um, pre-recorded, which is a a, a smart idea. Um, not so much in this case. No, live, 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 live now. I've got an update for you. Oh, tell me. An update. Remember um, a little while ago we spoke about the New Jersey superintendent accused of pooping <laughs> on his high school running track? Is this um, is this because I mentioned uh, Pooja Hexty? <laughs> no, no. Okay, right. So That's he was mean. he was called the the pooper intendant. Oh, it's so uh, bad. Thomas uh, Tremagalini, Tremagalini, unfortunately has now resigned due oh. to events unrelated to his service for the school that he works for. Oh, was it really, though? <laughs> yes. Um, and it has been one of those things where he's um, obviously come under a lot of stress. Um once again, his attorney is saying the accusations are falsehoods and his client is looking forward to his day in court because they're not saying at the moment um, uh, how he got pinged. So whether or not there was, I don't know, DNA evidence or whether or not there was photos or whatever. But uh, yeah, a bit of an update on that one. So it looks like he is going to have his day in court. Apparently, he was arrested, and and this is the other thing that they're, they're saying, is that he was arrested for doing a turd or two, and his good name's been besmirched, and his mugshot's been put throughout the media, and obviously, a stupid little podcast like ours is talking about him. Um, <laughs> and he's out on bond. Like, he got charged like a, with a proper, you know, not just... You did something silly. You're going to go to the court. Like it's a proper charge. It's all serious. 
I can see what's going to happen though. The lawyers just kind of go up and say, mate, uh, these accusations are shit. <laughs> and in court, uh, we'll flush these straight yes. down the toilet. Yeah. And the guy who's accusing you is nothing but a turd. Nothing but a turd. Yeah, he's yep. a shithead. Shit accusation. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Going to make an ass of himself. Exactly. And he'll fling yep. feces all over this and, and the local McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go into that one again. Flashbacks. Last, last week was dark enough. We want to keep this one lighter. So I, I think yes. two walls is probably not where we want to be. Okay. Well, fair enough. Just stay away from poo walls. I think that's our limit today. Tonight? Poo walls? Well, poo I walls. I did mention McDonald's. Hashtag poo wall. <laughs> yeah. I did mention Maccas very oh, briefly. Maccas are right. Um, did you hear about the guy who got pinged for being the real life hamburglar? No. No. So you know how Maccas runs this competition, which is their Monopoly? Yeah. And it's been their probably the most successful promotion that they run. It's pretty awesome. I've won a uh, medium fries before, free ones. Oh, awesome. I was very impressed. So you've got your instant wins, which people get, and especially instant win food, that's probably a bit more frequent. And then you've got your instant win mega prizes. And then you've Mm -hmm. got the collect all the suits, and then you get the big, big prize. And the way it's structured, and this makes sense, is that two or three, one or two out of that set will be common. So, you know, you'll get those in a regular whatever. Yeah. But there's one in that set that is the rare one, which, you know, apparently it's... um, Apparently one of the things, the statistic was, it's one in 600 million of getting Mayfair. Shit. Well, yeah, because they've only got 10 Mayfair prices. And if you imagine, this was America, by the way. Yeah. So you've got 450 million people and or 500 million people or whatever, and then all the McDonald's and every single you know hamburger and drink and fries has all got those little stickers. One in 600 million is actually not as, I suppose, 600 million is not that big a figure if you really think about it. Mm, depending on what you refer to. Americans eating Maccas? Yeah, very minimal. And sorry, mm. North Americans as well. So this is, this includes Canada. Okay. Now this guy, um, his name was Jerome Jacobson. Um, basically, assisted in falsely claiming more than thirty-two million dollars. Thirty-two million dollars. Thirty-two in, million. Correct. In cash and prizes through a vast network of conspirators that included cocaine traffickers, housewives, mobsters, and Mormons, apparently. Um, Basically, an account published in the Daily Beast by reporter Jeff Marsh um, spoke about the amount of people that were were involved, and the Jacobsons basically said, all I can tell you is I've made the biggest mistake in my life, which started in September 10, 2001. Um, and what he was doing was he worked for the company that was transporting those tickets to the company that was putting them on the packaging. Ah, so he wasn't like falsifying stuff afterwards. He was actually making it up right from the start. Well, what he would do is they'd obviously print all the, the common tickets and then they'd do their small print run of the rare tickets he would then excuse himself to the bathroom because he had a he had a uh, an escort, I suppose, and mm-hmm. he would then swap them for the common tickets and keep all the rare ones and pass them to friends and family and sell them and claim all these massive prizes and take a cut out of it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Unfortunately, one of the people that he he. Um, because it was part of the, the the marketing company that was was involved, um, but what would happen? What he happened was that he he basically got this guy who was a strip club owner. Um, who was, oh, this story gets better. Who was connected to a crime family? Um, who even appeared in McDonald's commercial waving a giant key after being slipped the game winning piece for a Dodge Viper, um, <laughs> and. 
he died in a car accident, and that guy's wife, Robin. Um, <laughs> Sorry, he died in a car accident. Yeah, it's just. It's, is this a true a, story of you making this up? No, like it's, a, this? it's a true story. And this guy basically got pinged because someone, one person in this whole chain blabbed and it just unraveled and unraveled. And then they basically connected all the dots of how these people were all connected. And um, yeah, $32 million. You know what? This actually comes back to a very early podcast of ours, like way, way, way back. Old school. In which you said, you yes. told me, you should never cheat at Monopoly. No, that's why we have rules. <laughs> yep. You never fucking cheat at Monopoly. No, and, and this guy, if he'd known that rule, yes, be still okay. Okay, right now he'd have a job. He'd be happy. Wouldn't and be he, involved in crime syndicates. <laughs> and his mate wouldn't be dead. His mate wouldn't be dead. There you go. Don't cheat at Monopoly, kids. That's a lesson to be learned from this. That is a lesson to be learned. Mm. Now, speaking of lessons. Oh, no. Well, we got contacted during the week. Did you get that message? Yes, I did get that message. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, is, is this the Thoughtful Troy message? Yeah, I thought we might do that now just in case that okay. uh, involves a bit of a conversation. Well, no, <laughs> probably won't. But, but no, Thoughtful Troy does have a thought on the question from Roz. So so what was the question from Roz? The question from Roz was, I have it, uh, um, I would like to know... Where all of those lost socks go that you put in the washing machine. Uh, right. Why does one always disappear? Is that just me? Does anyone else have this problem? I have a bucket of odd socks that they are welcome to. Well, let me put the music on and let's see what Thoughtful Troy has to say on the matter. Right, let's do that. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Our listener, Roz is concerned with an age-old issue that haunts all of us from one time to another. Mm. Where do all those lost socks go? Why does one just disappear? (laughs) Everyone listening may be thinking that this really doesn't matter. It's not important. But what we all need to do is stop and listen to what the universe is telling us. The universe wants us to put our best foot forward. (laughs) And that best foot is the one that's still covered. Not the one that looks like an offspring from that one time a hobbit fucked a gerbil. (laughs) The universe sends its signs, children, to us. Strange as it may be, we just need to see them. Thank you, Roz, and bless. (laughs) Roz, I don't know whether or not you're going to be any more knowledgeable now than what you were when you first asked the question. Look, I, I discussed uh, that question with Thoughtful Troy earlier, mm. um, and Thoughtful Troy seemed to think that we don't always see the obvious answer. Mm. So that's, I think, Thoughtful Troy's gift to us. <laughs> the not that, obvious answer. <laughs> that he can look beyond the obvious and find the answer within. Do you know, I've always had a couple of theories on the odd sock. What I think is they turn themselves into coat hangers. <laughs> because, okay, I guarantee any of the roadies go to their, their closet now, they have a shit ton of coat hangers and they haven't bought any. Not one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, well, they, they transform and during the night they just crawl like like some kind of, uh, uh, like the Terminator. Decept- out, Decepticon. Yeah. <laughs> I see it like the um, the, is it the number two Terminator? Yes, the T one, where where he gets kind of melted in half and he's just dragging himself along. Yes, yes, yes. So that's it. That's the coat hanger dragging its way to the closet. I reckon that's where the sock goes. I reckon that's what it does. It turns itself into a coat hanger, and that's where you end up with. Yeah. But top tip for I, you, I, look, I don't know whether I can back yourself up on that one, but yeah. but top tip, Roz, if you want to make yourself feel better with those odd socks, find yourself a, a charity and not for profit that caters specifically to people who are amputees because some of them only need one sock. This is very true. Well, I know amputees, like, that when they buy a shoe, they only need the right one. They don't need the true. left. You know, I mean, and we should next week, um, to back this up, actually invite One Leg Larry on the show. <laughs> one Leg Larry. <laughs> Do you I know reckon... they're, actually, 
there are actually um, services specifically for amputees that will match amputees of left or right. Look, I think it's a great idea. And the, the, and the <laughs> that's actually that's very clever. Uh, but here's the thing: uh, the best thing about donating socks to this cause. Right. Hang on. There's also a, a place for teenage boys that will also take a single sock for <laughs> different reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to be reused, radies. Mm. Um, but, like, no, me. Like, if I was going to be a nice guy, like, change it. I am a nice guy. But if I was going to be an even nicer guy. Yes. And I thought, look, I've lost a shoe. I've got one shoe. Yes. I'm going to send this shoe off to someone who was possibly an amputee. Mm. That needs one shoe, doesn't need two. It's a yep. fine shoe. It's a good shoe. It's version near a brand new shoe. Where'd your other shoe wrong go? With it. I don't know. It's probably turned into a another coat hanger. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the rest of this story. I just yes. know I've got one boot. Yes. But, so I decided I'm going to send this off. Now, my luck, I'll send it off thinking I've done a nice thing. Yes. Um, fucker's got a right leg. I'll send a left shoe. Um, oh. Now, that'll be the worst thing. But with a sock, doesn't matter. Exactly. So the sock... Um, is a gift of the ages, really. Mm. Well, there you go. Or, if not, the Greta Garbo home for wayward boys and girls. That's, that's or, look, if you want to make a puppet. Look, sock puppets. That's something sock that went out puppets. of fashion. There you go. You know. Start yourself an Etsy business, Roz, and put it on Pinterest and make yourself a fortune out of one sock puppets. Uh, yeah. So, look, I, I think... Um, I think that's actually some of the most useful information that Thoughtful Troy's put out there. I think it's pretty gold. Yeah. It really, really is. Yeah, good one. Not bad at all. <laughs> Guess who's back? Thoughtful Troy's back. Back again. <laughs> you know who else is back? Or going to be back? And this really surprised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Leia in the new Star Wars. I heard that. And I don't I know heard... how they're going to do it. Well, apparently they're using unseen footage from... Uh, seven, eight. Oh, so they're not going to just digitally throw her in somewhere. They're actually no. going to use footage they've gotten and somehow insert that into the movie. Correct. So I read an article okay. which was quoted by Mark, uh, which quoted Mark Hamill, who basically said he was very happy the way they were going to pay a homage because um, JJ said if it was him doing it, which is more than likely, um. He wouldn't. They wouldn't use a CGI. They wouldn't use a whatever. They've got enough unused footage from the last one. They can mix and mash it. And I, I mean, obviously they're going to kill her. Like that's. <laughs> well, they're going to kill Leia. I know, but geez, you made that harsh. It's like well, you know, you've been on. I said, obviously they're going to kill her. <laughs> well, you can't just. I mean, there's only so much unseen footage, but they'll be able to do. I reckon they'll be able to do enough where they'll put her in a situation where she'll be able to you know, sacrifice for the force or something. I don't know. Mm. But, um, yeah, the rumour mill is that, that it'll only be actual footage of of her, of Carrie, um, and not uh, a CGI reimagination. Yeah. See, that I can handle. And, and see, Luke Skywalker's apparently going to be back too. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's signed on for it. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he'll be doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi... Um, you would think so, the ghosty Jedi man. The ghosty Yoda or whatever, so. Now, speaking of ghosts. <laughs> oh, nice little segue. Well, it's not really. It's not, it's, it's not, we're about to say, we're, we're going to have to come up with something better to end on because I can't end on this, but I do need to bring everyone down a little bit. Oh, look, I did that last week and we weren't going to do that this week. No, I know, but it's for me and I suppose this is really for Howie as well. Um, oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Is this a, a number three, for instance? Yeah, three yeah. WWE wrestlers or former WWE wrestlers passed away within almost a 24-hour period of yeah. unrelated circumstances. Um, so, former WWE wrestler Brian Christopher Lawler, who I know him, is Grandmaster Sexay. See, I didn't. that name didn't mean a thing to me. You didn't know Grandmaster Sexy? No. Um, he wrestled with Scotty Too Hotty. So okay. there was Scotty so Too Hotty. It sounded and like a bit of SM porn, actually. <laughs> it, and you know what? It probably did. Um, he's also famously from um, his dad, 
is a wrestler as well, and he's he's Jerry Lawler. Um, apparently, Brian had um, died after attempting suicide in a Memphis prison. So things had not gone well for him after mm. wrestling. He was um, very old. 46. Okay, that's a no. And so, and, and he was, like, when he was Grandmaster Sexy with Scotty Too Hotty and they were doing tag team. God, they, that sounds like gay porn. I know. They were, <laughs> they would have to have been headliners. They were up there in the WWF at the time. So when was that? Would that have been 80s? No, no, Probably, 10 no, years ago. Uh, I'm going to say, if, he, if he's only in his 40s, it couldn't have been that long ago. Yeah, yeah see, that goes in, that's in the window when I kind of lost interest and didn't watch it, I guess, and follow it. Yeah. Because I was watching it probably back in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, and I've only really just kind of taken notice a little bit again lately, so... I'd mm. say I'd say 10 years ago is when he was probably at the pinnacle or the peak, and then there was the whole WCW and F- WWF and, and all that kind of stuff, and I don't really know why he didn't wrestle anymore. Um, but yeah, so but things obviously hadn't worked out well for him. He tried to take his own life um, in prison, and then... Uh, they found him, but he he basically, well, he was in prison for DUI, um, oh, okay. and then led the cops on a chase, and they tried to pull him over, but he kept on driving and all that kind of stuff. Um, another one I didn't know was Brickhouse Brown. I know cool name, about. but once again, it sounds like gay porn. <laughs> it does, um, and it sounds like a very eighties name for a wrestler of African American descent. <laughs> oh really well they were all a little bit racy back then yeah i know but what i'm saying is the name for now though like it's probably a little bit inappropriate oh it wouldn't happen now slightly and then the one that that i also felt deeply was uh nikolai volkov yes yeah, see i did hear about him and i do remember that name yep so there was nikolai volkov and the iron sheik so back in the 80s we're talking you know 84 85, 86, they were a wrestling team. And Nikolai Volkov represented Russia, even though I think he was from the Czech Republic. Um, <laughs> minor details. Uh, the minor details. But he was a Hall of Famer, um, and it was really one of those things where when you're a heel or when you're a big bad in the WWE, you had to have an angle that people would hate. It would be this... Oh, they probably wouldn't do it today because of a different environment, but it would be like having um, uh, uh, someone who represented a stereotypical ISIS. Yeah, so you have a couple of big bearded Muslim wrestlers. Correct, but that wouldn't mm. happen because... That'd be Terrace Terry and... Um, yeah, Durka <laughs> and blow, blow up Barry. <laughs> yeah, from Durka Durkistan. Yeah, Durka Durkistan. Um, but we wouldn't do that now simply because we're a bit more woke. But back then, in the 80s, he basically said he was from the Soviet Union, from Russia. He came out to a very um, Soviet Cold War era sounding... Did we have a Russian flag maybe come out? Oh, and he made everyone try and sing the Russian national anthem, which everyone <laughs> didn't, and That's he got spectacular. booed. spectacular. So he would have to have been one of the most loved, hated wrestlers of all time. Yep. I don't think he was ever a good guy. I don't think he was ever a face. I think he was always a heel, but he was so good at it, and everyone hated him. And to be hated for your whole career, but still be so popular, um, yeah, I still remember, you know, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov wrestling, um, and there are a lot, a lot of wrestlers who uh, tweeted and and all that kind of stuff. So So what happened to Nikolai? uh, I think... I think he just died. He was 70. Okay. Um, I don't think they give how he passed away. Um, oh, he was actually Yugoslavian. So, you know, same part of the world, but not really. <laughs> um, and they don't give the details on how he passed away. And Brickhouse Brown um, passed away age 57 after a battle with cancer. So, I was going to say, that's young, but... Yeah, but mm. as we all know, cancer sucks balls. Doesn't um, it ever. And has... Takes everyone. Doesn't matter. Mm. So, my... Um, yeah, that was that was one of... Some sad news today for me, because I, I love my wrestling, and, and especially Nikolai Volkov and um, 
uh, uh, Grandmaster Sexy. Nicolo was obviously a flashback to my childhood, and the Grandmaster Sexy, Scotty Too Hotty. That was that was some of the best times of my wrestling watching. I just can't believe how gay they both sound. <laughs> it just sounds like it sounds like eighties gay porn, and it just could be Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah, and <laughs> either that, or maybe it might have been a boy band. Or the <laughs> they were the so, missing missing members of In Sync, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Or better still, I suppose um, the Backstreet Boys probably would have been better if they'd moved into gay porn afterwards. Well, then they would have been called Backdoor Boys. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's such a dag joke thing to sing. I know right. it is, but I love that. Oh, now what I didn't tell you. Tell me. Tell me now. Let's play a quick game. We've, okay. we've, got, we've got time. Yep. What? Because I love games. <laughs> I know you do. What food do you think is today's fun fact holiday? Oh, what food? Can I have, can I have some kind? Actually, I'll try and narrow it down. Um, is we it a do, common we, food? We could do 20 questions. Yeah, is it a, but is it a common food? Yes, one. Okay. Um, is it a, a, a hot food? No, two. No, okay. Um, is it a salad? Three, no. Right, um, is it ice cream? Four, no. Right. Um, am I close? Five, no. <laughs> or six, um, yes. <laughs> wow, that helps. Um, is it a dessert? Ah, uh, seven, yes. Right, eh. Um, it's not ice cream. Um, it's not hot. It's a cold dessert. Uh, is it International Jelly Day? Oh, eight, no. Oh, I thought that was a really good guess. It, it is. Okay. Um, can I have a hint? <laughs> uh, nine, no. Okay. <laughs> um, but ten. If you if you take another two off, I'll give you a, I'll give you where it's most commonly known from. Yeah, but is this going to be one of those ones where you give me a hint and it actually doesn't tell me anything at all? Because this is what you do. No, you act I, as though you're helping, and no, you I, basically ask rate me after it. No, no, I've got two words that will. If you don't get it from that, then you're. Bit of an idiot. Okay. Well, well, setting me up for failure. Uh, yep. Right, right. We'll go there. We'll take two off. All right. So for twelve. Yep. New York. New York. Yep. Dessert. Yep. Cold. Oh fuck! Every roadie is screaming at their MP3 or oh, how old am I? MP3. <laughs> um, their listening device going. Really. It's the name of the dessert's the third thing that you say after New York. Um, oh, you don't eat it. I guarantee no, you don't eat it. I guess that wouldn't be apple pie because that's hot. No, it's not um, 13. No. Or oh, that can be cold, served cold as well. I suppose it can. Yeah. You know, so can meatballs, but why would you do it? Um, 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 is it like it's not like an icy pole kind of thing? Uh, 14, no. Is it, no? Um, okay. Is it, I've really got no idea. I'm running out. You are? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You concede? Yeah, I concede. New I'm so good York. at games. Are you at New York Cheesecake? Why is Cheesecake thought of in New York? It's the most frequently... The New York Cheesecake. It's a New York... It's a style. New York Cheesecake. I've never heard of that before. I've heard of cheesecake. Yes. <laughs> before you go there. And I do like cheesecake. Cheesecake well, is delicious. Today is cheesecake day. Uh, look, I'll give you that one because I like cheesecake. But you don't like cheese. It's not really cheese, though. What sort of is? But it's a different type of cheese. It's it's very, very different. Um, it's like you get um chocolate Bavarian. There's it's no not, Bavarians in it's it. It's not really a Bavarian. <laughs> Oh, it was too easy. <laughs> easy pickers, that one. Uh, um, look, before we um, before we get to the end of this, I just want to bring up one thing quickly that I found very amusing, and I, I put something on our Facebook page about uh, right. with the blood moon that came up oh. uh, recently. <laughs> Did you see my little post that I put up for us regarding the blood moon? Was that the one about the photos? Yep, because yes. it was amazing. I've, I've woken up on, I think it was Sunday morning, might, yes, have been fr- was- might have been Saturday morning, whatever it was. 
whatever night that the blood moon was coming out at 5.30 in the morning. Yes. And um, all these pictures I'm scrolling through Facebook on my phone and all these just black, like my, my phone was just going black as I would turn it off. <laughs> and then I realized- With yeah, dots. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't black at all. There was this tiny little red fuzzy thing in the middle of it. So everyone's going outside and we've all done this. You go out and it's like, oh, the moon looks awesome. You take a photo. Yes. The photo doesn't come back how you see it with your own eyes. No. The photo comes back with this huge expanse and this tiny little dot that if you zoom in is not clear. No. So everyone's doing this wonderful thing. I got up and saw the blood moon. It's like, dude, why did you even take a photo? It's it's, it's nothing. You know, like the the photos of the blood moon with, you know, thousands of dollars worth of gear, you know, sitting on the points of statues in Greece or whatever. Now, yes. their photos of the blood moon and they're phenomenal. Oh, yes. Your photo on with your, your Apple, <laughs> it's just shit. <laughs> well, it just is. And mind you, I, I belong to a residence committee for a, a residence page on Facebook for where I live in Point Cook. And we have a, a resident who lives here. I mean, there's 50,000 people, so fuck, it's not like it's a gated community. Um, who must be a photographer. That must be his bread and butter because he's put up his view of the blood moon. Yeah, is it phenomenal? Oh, my giddy aunt. He's done time lapse and there must be 12 moons. Oh, strung it together? Yes. Yeah. It just looks spectacular. Yeah, see, that like, that is very cool. And even on the very small Facebook size photo, you can see the very clear definition of, of shadows on the moon and all that kind of stuff. If you then zoom in, it's it looks it's fantastic. Still there. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit like um, people who go and see a gig and they take uh, photos on their phone yes. and they post them up on Facebook. Um, yes. Uh, I've seen them uh, with the pink concerts going. Like it's been, pink's been everywhere lately, yes. all over Facebook. And well, she's, I'll admit she's, she's in a residence. At yeah, the, she's, um, she's a phenomenal performer. There's no doubt yeah. about that. But people, come on! For the love of all things, yes. If you're going to take a photo of a performer at a gig, yes, and you're going to put it on your social media, yes, don't put up a blurred photo. No, <laughs> do do what. Here we go. Troy's tips on photos at gigs, right? Oh, I love this. Hang on. Before you get into Troy's tips, because we'll end on that. Yep. Don't take your photo with your fucking iPad either. No. I've, I've been to concerts that obviously have an older demographic, <gasps> and the amount of iPads that I've seen whipped out to take a photo and or video is just ridiculous. Yeah, don't need Stop it. it. Stop it. Don't do it. All right. Um, so Troy's tips. Troy's top tips. It's it's really one. There's only one you need to worry about. Oh, uh, yeah. actually, no, actually, no. I'll change that. There's two. Okay. Number one. Yes. Don't make taking photos and video your number one thing to do when you go and see a live performance. You're a fucking yes. idiot. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter how many photos you take, how many videos you take. When you go to show someone else, so most of the time, look, you won't oh, anyway. Fuck. Don't um, show It'll anyone. never, ever look or sound as good as what it was when you were seeing it. No, It's no never. different to the blood moon, basically. <laughs> it's just, you know, it was magic when you're out there looking at it yourself and you got, you felt like a teenage boy again. You got all, like, the world was this amazing place that could just suck you in and, and all that wonderful... Oh, neurotic fun that goes on in your head when you're a kid. It's amazing. I and still the, get it now when I look up and see the moon. It blows my and mind. The, and the 10,000 people that were with you all experiencing in that as well. Yep. They're not in your photo. <laughs> no, they're not in your photo. So um, basically, when you go to show someone this later on, they're not going to get the, the wow factor you've got. Don't on show point, me. You know what? You're not going to either. No. It's not going to look as good. So just don't spend the entire time doing it. Do what I do, right? In a few places during the gig, you take your phone out and you quickly take about 20 photos. Then you put your phone away. You don't look at them. You don't do anything. Don't have a video. Take photos. Videos sound like shit. The sound is crap, people. Don't do it. Take the photos, put it in your pocket. And then when you finish the gig, the next morning, that night, go through and then you go through each photo and you check each one. And if it's blurred, just delete it straight away. It's gone forever. Delete. Because you're never going to want to look at it again. And then you get a, hopefully a couple of clear ones, and yeah, chuck it on Facebook and say this was amazing, all the rest of it. And a few people might look at it and think, couple of cool photos, well done. 
What they won't do is look at your blurry, fucked up photos and say you're jerking <laughs> off while watching gay porn and go, wow, wish I'd been there at that time. <laughs> so that's the tips. Number one, don't focus on the photos. Focus on the live performance. That's why you're there. Yes. Number two, just take a shit ton. Fix it later. Perfect. Job done. Yeah. And on that, I'm Joe. <laughs> I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.